Dear God, be with us today, wherever we are, whether we are with family or friends or by ourselves. If we are alone, let us not feel lonely. We know that you are with us and there is a community that is here for us. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Think about the last time you sat down and had a favorite beverage with someone outside of your family. Now that could be Sunday coffee time since we have one in a few minutes here over Zoom. Or it could be a physically distanced opportunity outside where you could catch up on the details of what is happening with one another. You talk about good things and one of you mentions that one of the worst things about the past few months is a sense of loneliness. Later that evening, you find yourself thinking about mental health and part of a song from the musical Dear Evan Hansen comes to mind. When you're falling in a forest and there's nobody around, do you ever really crash or even make a sound? Have you ever felt like nobody was there have you ever felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear? Like you could fall and no one would hear? That's pretty unsettling for me at least. Like Bishop George Berkeley back in the 1730s who first was the one that asked about trees and forest. Is an action meaningful if no one notices? Now this is more than about trees because it asks about the value of individual living beings. Questions about fitting in, the purposes of life and the quality of relationships that are worth thinking about. And they also speak to the anxiety and loneliness in our world. These are not new questions. In fact, Joseph's brothers are asking the same thing in the Old Testament reading today when they invoke the name of their father and ask Joseph not to punish them. They aren't sure where they stand and they're hoping for reassurance. In a lot of ways, aren't we all asking for that, for that reassurance? We live in a connected world. I have a cell phone that's normally in my pocket. I have a tablet that I use a lot when I can't be using my laptop that I'm talking to you at um, right now. And as I drive around, I can tune to the radio or listen to podcasts. My spare time, I can, I can play an online game and join with others on social media. It would seem that relationships would be pretty easy to be made. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Regardless of the data you pick, um, from the National Association of Science, from the Red Cross, or peer-reviewed studies, 
Loneliness is on the rise. A researcher from UCLA even composed a loneliness scale. And there are some studies that suggest that more than half of Americans are lonely. Half of Americans? That's about 165 million people in our own country. How do we deal with that as followers of Jesus? Well, perhaps let's start with being personal with each other and filled with grace with each other. We see that today as Jesus speaks with Peter, offering grace to those who wrong us 77 times, giving them 77 times a chance for forgiveness. That's a metaphor for an infinite opportunities to give others forgiveness. I don't know about you, but there are people who I struggle with with my relationships that that might be kind of hard to do. And as I read and reread the gospel, a new perspective became clear. That parable that follows the math problem that Peter and Jesus are talking about is not about the wrongdoer. That parable is about us. Jesus is telling us what we do matters. What we do is what matters. Living out the unconditional love and grace of Jesus means something radical. We must be the forgivers. We must be the ones who offer to cancel debts. We must be the ones who respond when we are asked for help. And when it comes to loneliness, we must reach out to others who have broken connections. Loneliness in a connected world is a complicated topic. But one thing I saw over and over is that relationship building is the key to solving loneliness. People who have four or more significant people with whom they can be their authentic selves are better able to withstand the struggle of loneliness and the physical and mental stress it causes on the body. Now, right, right off, let's, let's establish that the media is not the cause of this. They're not the enemy. The media is a tool we've used for hundreds of years to entertain ourselves starting with letters that are sent back and forth, and then newspapers, then we had phone, and then radio and television broadcast. While I have great memories of some phone and letter exchanges, I don't know anyone who has developed great relationships with a newspaper or a one-way television or radio broadcast. So perhaps we need to think of the internet in the same way. Use your media intentionally. Not all social media is authentic communication where you listen to understand. Push notifications on our phone or a ticker on the bottom of a video screen can numb us and shift our perception. I'm not bashing digital connectedness here. I'm simply asking us to recognize that heavy social media users are correlated with increasing loneliness. 
Loneliness is so widespread in our world that well-being strategies have evolved to help, help us make healthier choices. One of the most popular is called the PERMA technique, P-E-R-M-A. PERMA can help stop permanent loneliness. The P is for positive. Notice the positive each day and encourage others to see it too. This mindset can make a huge difference. And often as it is as simple as disengaging from screen time or intentionally keeping a gratitude journal. E is for engagement. Engage with your interest. Take the dog for a walk. Make a new recipe. Paint. Oh, maybe doodle on some paper. Read a book. Talk with your roommate. Join some sort of interest group. Ask someone to dinner. R is for relationships. Rekindle your relationships. Take the time to make a daily call with a friend or a family member. Join a small group video call or put on a mask and meet someone at a park or on a porch. We are humans and we need regular conversation. And if you're feeling lonely, talk with someone. M is for meaning. Build spiritual meaning and opportunities for prayer and reflection. Here at St. John's, that means trying to follow our rule of life and growing in faith in whatever way is possible to be better disciples. Finally, A is for accomplishments. Accomplishment means to celebrate the small steps, making a healthy meal, clearing out a box from the cupboard, walking a certain number of steps in a day, or improving on some sort of daily task of your choice. PERMA, P-E-R-M-A, positive, engaging, relationship, meaning, and accomplishment. All of these steps are found in the gospel today. Jesus is positive. We can forgive people more than we ever imagined. And he tells Peter through an engaging parable. Jesus and Peter have a strong relationship and the parable builds meaning so Peter and the other disciples can understand. Our sense of accomplishment, of course, depends on how well we hear and receive what Jesus is telling us. Our goal is to build authentic relationships and meaningful habits of reflection. Loneliness varies by age group. However, users under the age of 30 report higher anxiety and loneliness especially if they don't have a good work life or school life balance. People who live alone may go through a half week or more without talking to others. I'm here to say that if you're experiencing these things, you are not alone. That's the other big message of the musical I mentioned at the beginning of this sermon. You are not alone. As a church community, our most important job in the wider world is to spread relationships because we don't have a private savior. 
how can we reach out to the college students that are up the hill? What do our youngest members and our teachers at St. John's need to help recover from the stress of these last few months? How about those who have been sick or recovering from surgeries? I don't have the answers, but I know we need honest admissions about where we are and strategies to build those four or more significant relationships that can reduce loneliness. Maybe it's games. Maybe it's online Zoom conference calls. Perhaps it's bag lunches over the next couple of months in the local parks. Loneliness in a connected world means that we need to decide which connections are most important. As my time here at St. John's draws to an end, I am reminded of those moments which have sustained me over the last two years and those relationships I have witnessed among those in this congregation. With Jesus, we are never alone. My friends, with one another, we are a community. Long before church buildings and bell towers and steeples, Jesus and his disciples showed us that ministry in the church is really the sum total of the people who are willing to stand up and band together to make this world a little less lonely through their kindness and commitment to God. With Jesus, we are never alone. With each other, through Jesus Christ, we are not alone. Amen.